Well, it's certainly good to see all of you and to be with all of you this morning. And for those who are joining us online, welcome. We are in the second part of a five-part message series called Stand. And we've been taking a look at five stories from an Old Testament book called Daniel as to how we can take a stand for what matters the most. Two weeks ago, I talked about how we are to stand out. How Daniel, in chapter 1, he stood out for God in the midst changed. And if you actually happen to miss that message, I'm not going to give you a review of it, but let me just give you a quick education. It's real easy how to find that message. You just go to our website, freeholdag.com, and then on the top right-hand corner is the menu. You click on Sermons, and it'll bring you to this page, and you can click on Stand, the first message from two weeks ago. Or you can, if you missed Pastor Jamal's farewell message, you can click on that from last week. Or the I Am series, the Summer Reflections, the, the Emotion series, they're, they're all on there. And once you click, well, then you have a choice. You can either see the video, or you can just hear the audio. So it's, it's real simple. Click on the video and the audio and, um, you know, put yourself to sleep. So <laughs> next week we're going to talk about how to stand strong. Two weeks from today, it's one of my favorites, how we stand in faith. There are times where we just need to stand in our faith. And the first week in November, we're going to talk about standing firm. How do we stand firm amidst the trials? How do we stand firm when God puts you in the fire? Well, today, however, I want to talk about how do we stand up for what's right? Now, I don't care who you are, but at some time, Somebody you love, somebody you care for, they're going to make unwise decisions. And the Holy Spirit, there is the key to this whole, the Holy Spirit is going to prompt you to speak into their life. That the choices they are making are not wise. And the Holy Spirit will prompt you to guide them back to the right paths. Now, I want to be very careful this morning because there are some people who are overly confrontational. And hearing a message like this today is like putting a container of gasoline for them to pour on a fire. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why we need wisdom. There are others who are more passive. In fact, can we, can we do this for a moment? Let's, uh, this may be challenging. But if you are more naturally non-confrontational, passive, would you just raise your hand? Yeah, look, hands going up all, yeah, yeah. And there's probably a lot more hands that would go up but you don't want to bring about the controversy and you just want to sit there and be still and, you know, just leave me alone. Then there are others 
who no problem at all. You're just confrontational. Come on, you probably have no problem raising your hand. Those who are confrontational, just, yeah, you don't problem, you just speak it out. <laughs> I see someone raising their wife's hands for them. <laughs> and in fact, you probably want her to raise both her hands. <laughs> and that's how you might feel. So you can see right now, to be honest, how this is a very challenging message. Because we have people on both sides. And I want to try to bring balance. It's, for me, it's a very challenging message. One that we need a lot of wisdom in sharing. Because, as you see, there are two extremes. There are some are mostly unwilling to confront. There are some who just are unwilling to confront. It's not who I am. None of my business. Live and let. And besides, who am I to judge? Warren Worsby, pastor, author, says this, real interesting. Love without truth is hypocrisy. Love without truth is hypocrisy. Then there are some who confront unlovingly. Sorry, truth hurts. Truth hurts. Sorry. And they have no problem telling you, even though they may not know who you are, exactly what's right or wrong. It's like a drive-by confrontation. They may not know you. They may not have a relationship with you. They may not know the context or the situation of what you're going through. And it's ba 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 bum They just know they're right and you're wrong. And they have no problem telling you that. And social media platform, well, that just makes it worse. Because there are people that they don't know in situations they know nothing about. They don't know the context, but they can just pound out their response because I'm right and you're wrong. And they feel almost like it's a badge of honor that they pin on themselves. They feel like God has given them this tremendous gift that they're always right and everybody else is wrong, so therefore they need to be told about it. Warren Worsby also says this, truth without love is brutality. Truth without love is brutality. So we need the wisdom of God when it comes to confronting people we care about, people we love, to help them get back on the right track. It may be a parent talking to a child. Or it could be one of your own church friends. Or it could be somebody you work with. It could be someone in the neighborhood. It, it could be just a, a family member who's making poor financial decisions. We need to seek God for his wisdom for the right time. That's important. Knowing the right time 
the right tone, the right way, and the right season. Interviewing for youth candidates for our church, we have gone through five now, and we haven't found any fit. And I, actually, the, the last one to give me, the last one to call me on Thursday was a potential candidate, but he couldn't release his name, was Dave Greco. And I may never know who he had in mind. But in interviewing candidates, I remember going back 13 years ago when Pastor John left, and we were looking for a potential youth candidate. And I remember having an interview with this young man who I highly thought a lot of, good personality, a lot of passion, just a lot of energy. And, 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 and as he came in for the interview, you know, he was, he was hitting on all six cylinders, eight cylinders, and, and, and answering the way you want to hear. And I said, hey, is there anything else I should know about you? 